Redeath is the story of Ashabi, a housewife in her late 20s who is determined to make a name for herself in the world despite the hurdles in her path and the aftermath of the COVID-19 pandemic. Chapter 1 Ashabi knew that the next couple of months were going to be a nightmare. Where am I going to start from, she thought. Her students had exams in the next couple of weeks and she couldn't afford to let them fail. Why did this COVID-19 of a thing have to happen? People have claimed that it was some bad experiment in China. But excuse you, couldn't these scientists people just think of everyone else in the world when they did these things? The first case of COVID-19 had been reported in Lagos around mid-February. And today, the federal government announced the pandemic lockdown. Sit at home and stay safe, they said. Ashabi was livid. Who was going to pay her for sitting at home with her husband and four-month-old son? How will I complete my lessons with Mr. Day and Mrs. Abiba? It was almost 5 p.m. when she parked her vehicle outside her apartment. Her son was fast asleep in the car seat behind. She had gone to pick up the new laptop she just bought. So Iri had gotten tired of waiting for her. That little angel. He just knew when mom needed silence. Peace of mind and peace of ears. With this pandemic lockdown starting, life was never going to be the same. Putting the car in park mode, she stepped out to the hot sand and walked towards the black gate. Or more, even this neighbor all day long can give someone COVID-19, she said to herself. Her neighbors were some of the nosiest people on the planet. They monitored her going out and coming in as if they were people from the underworld. Even though they smiled a lot and cracked a lot of jokes, Ashabi just didn't enjoy the way they poked their nose in her business and literally in her car to take a peek at that sleeping son. Mama Ire, he's a very handsome boy, Mr. Dele said in his deep past middle-aged voice, laughing at only God knew what. Ashabi had opened the black gate and was walking back towards her black jeep. Yes, sir, Hadupe, sir. Hey, thank you, sir, she responded without looking at his sheepish smile and clapping hands. All she wanted was to drive that car safely into the compound without crashing into the fence. She was not in the mood for Mr. Dilly's unwanted exegesis. Abby was the word, she thought, as she started the car and drove it gradually, watching the mirror from side to side. She knew that word almost sounded like a combination of Exodus and Genesis. Anyways, that's not the point. Now that she was home safely, she had to call Farida back. She had missed her friend's call around noon, and this was the perfect time to call back. Hurriedly, she shut the gate while pretending not to hear Mr. Dele tell her to greet his handsome son when he wakes up. You handsome son now, Ashabi thought to herself. All this arranging from these street people will not kiss somebody. Imagine this man claiming her son as is. Orishi Rishi, wonder shall never end. I beg, where is my phone, Jari? She said as she unlocked the back door of the car and carefully unstrapped Iri from the belt in the car seat. As she carried him out, he stared as if to wake up. She rubbed the small of his back, slowly and softly. So he snuggled up against the right shoulder. Omola, Pele, she said as she bent to carry her handbag from the footmat on the right side. She didn't bother to lock the car with the key. That could wait. She needed to call Farida. Thank you.
apartment. She took out her Samsung J5 Pro phone from a light coffee brown Prada handbag. She opened her clock app to check the time. It was around 4pm in the UK now. Farida should be through with work for the day, she thought. As she sat on the yellow and grey sofa beside Iris' cot, she waited patiently as the phone rang at the other end. Hello, Ashabi. Farida answered from her end. Hello, Farida. Alpha, babe. Sorry I missed your call. I was breastfeeding Ire when you called that time. And afterwards, I had to go to the computer center to pick up the new Dell laptop I bought, Ashabi explained. Babe, no, Allah, me, Seth, I've been very busy since then. My company is making some changes due to this COVID-19 thing, so we had several meetings on Zoom. How is Ire? He's fine, no, he's sleeping. See, I'm just so angry, eh? Would you believe that they announced the pandemic lockdown this afternoon in Nigeria? Me that I was already planning for my students for April. I didn't know I have to empty my office and pack my load home today. Ashabi complained. Taking a deep breath, Farida said, Girl, you better be grateful. Which one do you prefer? For you to be at home safely with your family? Or for you and your baby to contract this coronavirus thing at work? And eh, tell me. Farida didn't mean to sound mean, but she needed her friend to see the positive th side of things. Why did she always have to be so negative? I know, Ashabi replied as she cleared her throat. <coughs> <coughs> what I'm saying is that I don't know how I'm going to teach my students now that we can't meet at my office. As in staying at home with my husband and son every day will be so tiring and boring. How will I survive? You should be thinking about your husband too. Ashabi, how do you think he will survive if he's not going to work too? Farida paused for a few seconds and continued. Ashabi, see, this COVID-19 thing is beyond anybody's control. We just have to do what the CDC people are saying and wait it out. Most countries are going into lockdown mode too. So millions, not even millions, billions of people all over the world are affected. Let's just do what we can do now to survive. Yes, I get you, Farida. I'm sorry I sound so selfish. Ashabi replied in a gentle voice. No, wala, Ashabi is not that deep. <laughs> so what do you think about using Zoom to teach your students? You can call them on video and hold your classes. Girl, I've not tried Zoom before. Am I going to pay for it? Ashabi sounded worried. No. If it's just you and one student each time, the free plan works perfectly. You don't have to pay a dime. But if you're going to have more than three students in one meeting, after 40 minutes or so, Zoom will end your call, but you can start again, Sha. <sighs> now, wow. I'm so frustrated right now. I cannot think clearly. Sha, you know this Zoom thing very well. Don't worry. When my head is clear, I will call you for now. Let me open this laptop and see how it works. She said as she stood up to get the laptop from the table and powered it on. Yes, that's true, Farida said excitedly. Congrats on your new laptop. Maybe it's even God that wanted you to buy this laptop because he knew you'll be needing it soon. Hmm, you can say that again, Ashabi agreed in a gentle tone. She had wondered the same thing as she drove home. Why was it today that she picked up the laptop that the lockdown was announced? What was God trying to tell her? Babe, I have to go now, Farida said quickly. I'm famished. It's been a long day. She added as she yawned <sighs> over the phone. No, Allah, babe, thank you, Ashabi replied. Remember this lockdown is not the end of the world, Ashabi. It won't last forever, Farida said, trying to sound hopeful. I hope so, Farida. Only God knows how many people will lose their lives. Only God knows how many months we're going to spend sitting at home. She sounded disappointed. 
don't worry ashabi i know how you feel but trust me this lockdown is a blessing in disguise you will understand very soon O'Shea, farida the fortune teller <laughs> ashabi burst into mocking laughter farida joined in the laughter and said good joe i'll talk to you later stay safe girl greet you for me oh no and the call ended Teju should be home soon. When she called him, he had told her to go home and not bother coming to pick him. He had other things to do. Ashabi felt relieved after that call with Farida. Even though the last time they had seen each other was five years ago at the university, she still felt that newness of their friendship. Farida had moved to the UK immediately after their bachelor's degree, and she was married with two kids. Her husband, Olujari, was very supportive, so life has been good to her. As Ashabi walked into her bedroom, she couldn't help but imagine if this lockdown was not going to last forever. She stopped to stare at the ugly peeling walls at the end of the small corridor that led to the guest room. Raising her head, she noticed the brown patterns on the white ceiling. God, am I going to stare at these ugly, leaky walls every minute of my life, eh? She went into the bedroom and shut the door loudly. Then she heard the sound of crying. Her baby was awake.